Hello, everyone. Hold on. My hand was up. Your hand was up. Okay, there we go. Greatest, put your hand down. <laughs> now you look formal. We're on another level today. Regal level of cultured glory. This is the cultured let's go up. <laughs> yes. No giggling. Serious. Great. Oh, my goodness. Okay. <laughs> All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Let's Go Up Podcast Edition. Where we explore the mysteries of the kingdom of heaven. Ooh. Right off the bat. Man. Come on. You were on a roll. It's a mysterion. This is how this day is going to go. That's how it's going to be today. <laughs> I like it. We're your hosts. I'm Dean. And I'm Caritas. Caritas. Yes. Guess what we're going to do today? <laughs> I'm gazing down at our table at a couple little glasses and a little loaf of bread. There you go. Hmm. Today we're going to do communion together with our listeners and Excellent. our watchers. Perfect. Our podcast family. Communion. Yes. <laughs> if this podcast is encouraging to you, consider hitting like and subscribe. And there's also a notification bell if you want to be notified when we put out a new podcast, which is every Monday. Yeah, or Sunday, depending Sunday on what part of the world. That's right. So create us. Mm-hmm. Website. Let's go up dot us. Because we're going up together. We are. We're going up. Yep. Anything new on the website? Only our new podcasts. Excellent. New podcasts, links to... Everything. Everything. And occasionally a blog post. That's right. But, you know, it's been summer and blueberry season was busy for Dean. But now we are deep into the fall. So I think... We have um, hope. We have hope. We we went into depth last week on hope. So we have more hope for... For more content. More blogs and content. Okay. Yes. Yes. Will do. It's going to be fun. Mm -hmm. All right, Dean, you had given a little tantalizing taste that we are going to be doing communion. Yes, we are. Today. So speaking of communion, instead of, you know, just rolling right into our subject, we like to have a little share time. Yes. What are we sharing today? You had told me a funny story that I think you should share with everybody. And by funny, I don't know. Is it funny? I thought it was funny. About your own. Then again, you are... (laughs) Your own experience with blood and flesh and all sorts of things as a child. That was funny. You you were a boy, so you did things yes fast and hard, right? Like we did. You couldn't just ride a bike. (laughs) No, you had to soup. And your dad was a scientist, so really, this was destined to happen. I just bought a brand new bike. Mm. It was beautiful. It was Mm. yellow, Mm -hmm. banana bike. Yeah, like with a long seat. Long seat. Yeah. Had myself one of those. I actually had tassels on the oh, handlebars. Nice. Did you have those little clinkers on the spokes that as you rode, they like the plastic beads fell and clinked? Uh, no, I didn't. But I wanted to know how fast I was going. It's a five-speed, <laughs> my first five-speed bike. Hey. I saved up for it. Mm-hmm. Saved up my allowance, mm-hmm. bought a bike. <laughs> and it was very close to Thanksgiving when this happened. So this is obviously a traumatizing story because you remember all these details. <laughs> I remember it so well. I wanted to know how fast I was going. So I went down to the hardware store and I bought myself a speedometer. Naturally. installed it <laughs> on my front spoke because when your wheel turns, that turns the speedometer, turns the thing, then you can see how fast you're going. Decide. This was before the day when nowadays you've got those speed uh, signs that tell cars how fast they're going to warn them to slow down. Nothing like that. Nowadays, you can just ride your bike past one of those and get a good number. But right. Back in your day, you had to actually yep. soup up your bike. Soup it up. Mm-hmm. If that's a, the word. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we call it. So I went out to visit my friend. He was down a big hill. And I remember clearly looking at my speedometer with a big grin on my face. Yeah. This was in miles per hour mm. back then. So 5, 10, 
15, <laughs> shift gears into my high gear, pedal yeah. faster, 16, 17, yeah. 20 miles an hour. I'm just flying. My hair is just like. Your, your long mullet. Shift, in, <laughs> shift into the next gear. 21, 22, You must have looked so glorious. Shift into yellow. fifth gear. And I'm just riding. I'm just pedaling. I watched my speedometer. It's like 27, 28, 29. Did you max it out? <laughs> it hits 30. And the next thing I remember, I'm like flying through the air like Superman. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> actually, for a moment, I was like, this is actually great, right? Did the world slow down, everything? Slow motion. <laughs> and then, bam, I hit the pavement. Oh, reality so, set in. <laughs> I skidded on the pavement for a long time. I hit on my chest and I ripped my jacket to shreds. Oh, was, no. And it was probably it was a, a glorious jacket, It right? was glorious. It was yellow. It was also a yellow jacket. <laughs> A I was cool decked kid. out in glory. Gospel tracks, right. yellow jackets. That this was me. Details of Dean's life. That was me. <laughs> yep. We need to get Hollywood on this. It's <laughs> a movie. Beat up. <laughs> so when I installed my speedometer, I forgot to tighten a bolt. Oh, yeah, because you had to put it right, attach it to the... And it came loose mm -hmm. and it got caught. And oh my goodness. It catapulted <laughs> me into the air. <laughs> But you survived. Helmet survived. lifts, no helmet at all. But. No helmet, nothing. <laughs> Back then we did not wear helmets. Yeah, wow. Helmets were for the weak. <laughs> not you, anymore. You couldn't, probably couldn't even buy one in a oh, store easily. No. Oh. no such thing as a helmet back yeah. then. <laughs> wow. That was a good intro into a communion. You I know, don't know where it fits with anything. There's healing involved. Healing, There's some blood. Right. There's some flesh. There's some... You know, salvation. <laughs> yeah, which I needed all of those things. Some life. <laughs> <laughs> I almost needed a blood transfusion, actually. Oh, my goodness. That's horrible. Yeah. Wow. And But you still made it to Thanksgiving dinner. We did. <laughs> <laughs> Would your parents, do you remember their expression at all, or is it just a blur? They were horrified. Tattered. <laughs> it was bad. Oh, good thing you were wearing that jacket. I know. If it would have been in the summer and I would have been in a t-shirt. Oh, man. Yeesh. Yeah. <laughs> Let's uh, not go there. No, let's not even. Yeah, think we're all about trying that. to like envision it now. It's like, ugh. did you yeah. ever have any bike accidents or anything like that? Road rash. That's not fun to get out. No uh, gravel. Gravel. I've fallen off my bike, gotten that gravel kind of jammed in there, but right. I don't think I really had any epic bike fails. But because you look to me like the kind of person who would have possibly been a bit of a daredevil. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe no, but I did accidentally cause my daughter's friend to be injured on her bike. Oh no innocent you know we were going down this big hill on a farm field there's a little tiny dirt path but you know when you go down a steep hill you kind of have to lean back like shift your weight kind of past the back of your seat a bit mm. i was like you can do it it's fine shift your weight to the back of the bike but i guess she was too scared so she just took her feet off the pedals and just tried like speed run mm. walking the bike and then you got to commit when you're going down a hill right you can't be half committed and so she ended up very similar flew over her handlebars and as the only adult in this situation i kind of at least you're a registered nurse <laughs> <laughs> she was not going as fast as you but that guilt you know one day i'll have to point her to our trust podcast right. be like if you still have trust issues towards me <laughs> There's a podcast for that. <laughs> <laughs> so you said that you had as well a banana bike. I had a banana bike. It was pink. I remember getting it on pink. my birthday. It had strawberry shortcake on it. Really? Yeah. And it was just glorious. That long seat, you know? I don't know. Do they make those anymore? I don't know if they do. Yeah. It was pretty fun. Fun. 
Well, I have more bike stories I can tell you, but that was yeah, enough for the day. That's so. enough for today. And that's I, I have handle. more stories on me accidentally injuring children, other people's children. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> I'm not surprised by that, but we'll leave that for another day too. Oh, like the whoops, whoops moments. <laughs> so now, how do we okay. move from that into into communion? Communion. Okay, hilarious communion. I remember once we were doing communion at church. Mm -hmm. This was when we were going to the same church as you years back. Oh, yeah. And my son ran up at the end of church, and they still had the communion elements at the front. And he started, like, quickly eating the rest of the bread because they had a big loaf of bread that everyone broke pieces off of. Uh, He's fast when when he sees food. Oh, man. He's like a lightning streak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, He's a survivalist. Like, really, (laughs) if it ever came down to it, this kid would survive because he'd get to the food first. And he's not picky. And he'd eat anything. Like, really? Anyways, so he was eating this bread, and so I went down to take the bread, and you whisper over, and you're like, the bread of life is for healing. Let him eat. (laughs) (laughs) And this is like, I didn't understand communion at this point in the game. I was like, the bread of life is for what now? And you're just like, let him eat. (laughs) (laughs) So we ate. So that was kind of my intro to communion. Okay. I was like, all right. There's more to it than just something you do. Mm -hmm. Like, it's not just tradition. There was something more. Yeah. There's a lot of fear out there right now, which kind of inspired me for this podcast. Mm. A lot of my friends at work, they're very afraid again about... Bike riding? Bike riding. They (laughs) should be afraid about bike riding, but instead they're afraid of things like... There's a lot of stuff, flu season going around, Mm -hmm. yeah, and and there's a lot of fear. A lot of stuff in the world. The news has a, a habit of... It does. Pumping all that. Yeah. It has a way of... Really lifting the spirits. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, lifting up the the standard. (laughs) There we go. Let's look at this. Let's Mm -hmm. not look at heaven. It hasn't happened, and it probably won't happen, but what if it did happen? Whoa. It's so a seed of fear into people. Mm -hmm. So I thought if we would talk about the body and the blood of Jesus Mm -hmm. today and just put that to rest right here, Mm -hmm. I thought we could have communion with our listeners today. Yes. And talk about what we do to keep our bodies and our homes and our families safe Mm -hmm. through the body and the blood of Jesus. Love it. And you know, you guys, we would love you to participate with us. So gather your elements. Yeah. Really doesn't matter what it is. And -hmm. if you're driving, I'd say don't actually pick wine. Um, (laughs) But you know, whatever you've got there. We do not condone (laughs) drinking and driving here. (laughs) Drinking coffee? Drinking juice, sure. but uh. No distracted driving. <laughs> yeah, so if you are in a place where you can or if you need to, to pause this podcast and go get some communion elements, mm-hmm. in a little while we'll do communion together. Excellent. Yeah. Where to begin? Where communion. To begin? Jesus talks about it. Paul talks about it. Yeah. We're going to talk about it. <laughs> mm, yeah. So it isn't all for the Gospels mentioned. Mm. So I thought we could start there. Okay. Well, it's a good place to start. It's a good place with to Jesus. start. The Bible. <laughs> the Bible. We're going to uh, open let's up. Let's start with the Bible. The Bible. And see, <laughs> I have the paper. Did That's actually that? really, you got like a cross on the top. Of oh, the yes. My daughter made me this fancy schmancy bookmark. Really, all you need is some tape and a piece of paper. And she made a nice. little macrame cross yeah, somehow. a little cross. And says, you are loved. So I am loved. That's almost like a... <laughs> Bam. Yeah. So there it sits in my Bible, not really marking anything in particular at this moment. Where shall we begin? We're going to begin in Matthew 26. Matthew 26. This is my Bible reading voice. 
It's different, is it, from the normal voice? <laughs> of course. Okay. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. All right. Matthew 26, verse 26. Maybe I'll read a verse or two, and then you can read a verse or two. As they were eating, so this is at the Passover meal, Jesus took bread, he blessed it, and he broke it, and he gave it to his disciples and said, Take, eat, this is my body. Then he took the cup and gave thanks and gave it to them, saying, Drink from it, all of you. For this is my blood of the new covenant, which is shed for many for the remission of sins. But I say to you, I will not drink of this fruit of the vine from now on until the day when I drink it new with you in my Father's kingdom. And then they sang a hmm. Shall we sing a hymn? Which hymn would we sing? Not a good timing. Next time. So that's Matthew. One thing that I notice in there is Jesus took bread and blessed it. So the bread of heaven is blessed. When we take communion, we eat blessed bread. The Gospel of Mark, the account is almost exactly the same as Matthew, but Luke is a little bit different, believe it or not. Hmm. Luke 22. Luke 22. Yeah, verse 14. Real paper. Real paper, (laughs) as opposed to not real paper. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) I understand what you're trying to say here. I'm secure with my iPad. Listen, but Steve Schroeder revealed a whole new world of paper to us with the smells and the feels. You're right. Remember that? And I do have a brand new Bible here. Oh, see? Which I bought in his honor. Oh, nice. How's the smell? It's there. Is it a good smelly smell? Smooth. Yeah, it's got a nice feel too. Supple. Supple. Smooth and supple. (laughs) Luke. Okay, Luke 22, 14. So -hmm. most people don't realize that Jesus drank and shared the cup two times. With his yeah. disciples. Not just once, but twice. Luke is the only Was gospel. Was it like a moment like, I say it again? Yes, like, one of those. <laughs> to those in the back. Yeah. <laughs> Don't miss this. Yeah. Uh, Luke is the only gospel that records that, but... He was a doctor. He was a little more detail-oriented, You're right, maybe. he was, actually. <laughs> maybe that's what it is. It's like, ooh, he's talking about blood. Yeah. <laughs> Attention spiked. <laughs> you would know that, actually. <laughs> Speaking my language. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Verse 14, when the hour had come, he sat down, Jesus did, and the 12 apostles with him. And then he said to them, with fervent desire, I have desired to eat this Passover with you before I suffer. For I say to you, I will no longer eat of it unless it is fulfilled in the kingdom of God. Hmm. So then verse 17, he took the cup, he gave thanks and said, take this and divide it among yourselves. For I say to you, I will not drink of the fruit of the vine until the kingdom of God comes. And he took the bread, he gave thanks, and he broke it and gave it to them, saying, this is my body, which, wait, that's not how he would have said it. How would he have said it? This is my body. Nice. Yeah? This is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. Ooh. And now, likewise, he also took the cup after supper. After supper. So before and then after. Okay. Two times. Okay. I was not lying. Yeah. Well, you know, Dean, I trust you. (laughs) Somehow I don't think you trust me. (laughs) I trust you with the Father's trust. (laughs) Okay. The look in your eye does not say sincerity to me right now. Listen, Dean, we're not going by what we see in this realm. Okay. (laughs) So he took the cup after supper. He said, this cup is the new covenant in my blood, which is shed for you. And that is Luke's account of Hmm. Lord's Supper. So, All right. Interesting. Why two cups? Why two so He cups? kind of says two times, mm-hmm. I'm not going to do this again until we do it in 
the kingdom yeah. in a new way. Mm-hmm. He starts with that with the cup. So the new wine of the new covenant. Mm. And then he also says, this also represents the new covenant in my blood, which is given for your sins. So both of those things are mentioned there. In Matthew, Mark, and Luke, there's this language in there that I think is very significant. It's take, eat. So there's another place that we find that language. Mm. You know where it is. Is there a sound that would go with this? <laughs> Which one are we going to use? Ooh. Ooh. Take from this tree. Yes. Am I onto something? You are onto something. And eat from this tree. That's right. <laughs> is that your like <laughs> serpent voice or what Does is that? Serpent say that? <laughs> that was supposed to be my uh, regal fatherly. <laughs> oh, okay. I thought you were saying, did God say that you shall not eat from this? Oh, <laughs> I guess it did sound a little serpenty. I got to work on it. Yeah. Let's work on the delivery. Let's work on the if we go back to Genesis chapter 3, verse 22, Then the Lord God said, Behold, the man has become like one of us, to know good and evil. This is after they ate from the tree of the knowledge of good and evil. Oh, yeah. And now, lest he put out his hand and take, so there it is, take. Take. Also of the tree of life and eat. eat. So there's eat, take, eat, and live forever. And it also mm-hmm. says earlier when Eve was actually eating from the wrong tree Mm -hmm. that she took and she ate. Mm. Take and eat is in both of those accounts. Mm. So with the tree of the knowledge of good and evil and with the tree of life, what they were supposed to do is take and eat. Wow. So we have a choice of what to take and eat. Yes, we do. So we can take what the world's feeding us and eat it and probably not be sick. Super. Yeah. (laughs) Super Getting queasy. Wormy sandwiches. That's what the world gives us. Wow. That was... Sandwiches that are wormy. That was a special (laughs) description. But yeah, I can't think of anything that better describes it. (laughs) Well, because the worm of sin, you know, as they say. Or we can take from the tree of life. Yeah. So when Jesus goes to institute the Lord's Supper and he says, take, eat, this is my body. Mm -hmm. I think it's really significant that take, eat is at the very beginning in the Garden of Eden, we lost the ability to eat from the tree of life, mm-hmm. as Genesis 3.22 says. Some like guards set up. And, yeah, God yeah. had to set up guards and stuff mm-hmm. so that we couldn't go back, take, eat from that tree and live forever. Yeah, in that broken state. In that broken state. So it was like an act of love blocking yeah. us out of it, yeah. yeah, protecting us. And then Jesus says, was it John 6? The one who feeds on me will live because of me. The bread that comes down from heaven. Whoever feeds on this bread will live forever. Yeah. Mind blown. Yeah. Okay. So what did Jesus do here? He's actually bringing us back to the tree of life again. Hmm. We used to feed on the tree of life and eat and and live live forever. forever. And Jesus says, feed on me and live forever. Yeah. Wow. So the cross has literally become the reincarnated tree of life. Wow. That we now have direct physical access to again, and we can eat and we can drink. Take, eat, this is my body. Yeah. Same language as in the beginning. This bread and this wine is the tree of life, the fruit of the tree of life. Jesus reinstated it. Hmm. 
Yes, because just as the tree in the garden was a physical yes. thing they ate from, yep. so we are now given this physical thing to eat. Wow. I'm just getting so excited just talking about this. Okay. So they look at the tree. So it matters what tree we're looking at, yeah, what we're we looking look. at. Look at we Jesus. At? Look at me. Reach out. <laughs> take that. Take and eat. And eat. Yeah. Can't be that simple. <laughs> but it is that simple. <laughs> yeah. Jesus did it. Wow. Brought us back to the garden. Whew. Okay. And this all happened just before he went to the garden. Yeah. And he was wow. crucified in the garden. Mm-hmm. He was laid in the garden tomb. Mm. And he was resurrected in the garden. Wow. So and it all went back to the garden. So they confused him. Was it Mary confused him for the gardener? Yes. Thinking he was the gardener, which he was. Yeah. Yes, Mary. he was actually. <laughs> Good point. Yeah. <laughs> Was she mistaken? She actually was right on point there. She was on point, wasn't she? <laughs> yeah, wow. Okay. So we are reading through the Gospels' accounts mm-hmm. of it. Was it in John, when the disciples are given bread, Jesus blesses it? Yes. Gives it to the disciples, and then they hand it out? When they fed the 5,000. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Similar. Very similar, actually. Is it him showing us something, I wonder? Jesus went up onto the mountain. And he sat down with his disciples, and he looked around, and there was a large crowd coming. And even though they really desperately needed rest, he decided to have compassion on them, and he began teaching them. And they were with him for three days. Hmm. They were hungry. Three days. Three days listening to Jesus. Hmm. At the end, he fed them with the loaves and the fishes. I just want to find this one in Matthew, Matthew 14, 19. He says, he blessed the bread. Yep. So there we have blessed bread again. He broke the bread. Yeah. And he gave the loaves to the disciples. And then the disciples gave it to the multitudes. Wow. Okay. And there was so much that they had 12 basketfuls left. So he blessed it, but the disciples handed it out and it was multiplied. I think we have a little role to play here on this mm. earth yes. with Jesus <laughs> and his bread. So his bread, the bread of life, his presence lives in us. The blessed presence, the yes. blessed bread in us. Yeah. And he says, go, be my hands and feet. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're right. We are now breaking it and giving it out. Mm. As he is, so are we in this world. Yep. He's in the light. We're walking in the light. I never thought of that before, that Jesus blessing that bread and breaking it like that and giving it out. Because the mm. bread of the presence is our food. It's our mm-hmm. daily bread. Mm. Give us this day our daily bread. Mm -hmm. I never thought that that actually might be a type of the Lord's Supper. I'm going to have to give that some more thought. Pondering. Pondering. Mm. Ponder, ponder, ponder. We're talking about this in John, how he doesn't actually give the details like in the other Gospels. No, in John it's actually quite different. In John, the scenario where Jesus goes and meets with his disciples in that upper room, Mm. they eat together, They do all the same things, but John actually doesn't give the account of the Lord's Supper. It tells the same story, but it tells it in a very different way. Hmm. Yeah. It goes from John 13 all the way till John 18. Yeah, that's incredible. 13, 14, 15, 16, and 17. All of that. chapters all happened at the table. Wow. (laughs) So the other Gospels just talk about the Lord's (laughs) Supper part of it, but John gives the whole He broke the bread and blessed the cup and... yeah. And then John's like, <clears throat> actually, yeah. <laughs> so John starts with Jesus knowing that all things had been given into his hands and that mm. he was going back to the Father. 
the first thing John tells is that Jesus washed their feet. Mm. So that's how the evening started. And then they ate together. Mm -hmm. And then Jesus went into this amazing teaching, talks about some of the most classic things. Yeah, He talks about the Holy Spirit coming. Mm -hmm. He talks about abiding. He talks about the vine, mm -hmm. which is connected, of course, to the cup. He talks about mm -hmm. asking and receiving. Mm -hmm. uh, he talks about your joy being full. He talks about seeing the Father. What isn't in yeah. John 13, 14, 15, 16? I, and I feel then, like every time we talk together, yeah, we end up in there somewhere. <laughs> this was all spoken evidently at the Lord's Supper. Jesus mm -hmm. did a little teaching, and this is what he said. And then in John 17, he prayed the high priestly prayer mm. that we spent three podcasts talking about <laughs> already. Yeah. And then at the end, it says, then they left the room and they went mm. across to the Garden of Gethsemane. So wow. that all happened during that time. Yeah. Wow. The other guys wrote down about communion. Jesus said, take this in remembrance of me. Mm -hmm. And John wrote down all these things of him, Yeah, what we're remembering John also tells the part where he had his head on Jesus' shoulder. So there's this intimate Some translations union. say his bosom, like right yeah. on his chest. Mm -hmm. Listening to his heartbeat. You're that close, that closeness, mm -hmm. abiding. Wow. Abiding, it's all in there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, man. Some of my favorite scripture in the entire Bible comes from that section. Yeah. And some of the most profound moments of oneness and union and yeah. like he had what gotten, can you say he had gotten to this place with his disciples of just such intimacy at this yeah. point in their relationship yeah he just spoke this stuff so clear mm -hmm. so vivid to their hearts and when we read it yeah it's just mind-blowing yeah. it's so incredible here here i go with my favors there you go i like <laughs> that sound so john doesn't tell about the actual lord's supper mm -hmm. although jesus did talk about it in john which you already read from John mm, six. six, yeah. right after he fed the 5,000 people and after the whole thing where Peter walked on the water and mm. Jesus walked on the water, then they came looking for him because he had fed them. Yeah. And he said, why are you following me? You're following me because I fed you, but you should be seeking after the bread yeah. from heaven. And then he gave this long discourse on eating his flesh and mm. drinking his blood. Mm -hmm. which is directly related to yeah. taking communion. Amongst all those verses is that one you just read. Yeah. He who eats my flesh and drinks my blood will live forever. In one place he says, if you don't eat my flesh and drink my blood, you'll have no part of me. In another place in there he says, he who eats my flesh and drinks my blood abides in me. Mm. There's all kinds of types in there. He says eternal life is knowing him, right? Yes. So eating his flesh and drinking his blood, it's like this level of knowing him. Mm -hmm. There's something about the intimacy in that. It's a very intimate covenant meal. Yeah. yeah. There's a mm -hmm. verse I'm thinking of in the book of Song of Solomon. It's Song of Solomon 2 verse 4. He brought me into his banqueting table and his banner over me is love. But if you look at the Hebrew phrase, banqueting table, it's actually the house of wine. Hmm. He brought me into his house of wine. His banner over me is love. Hmm. This is an act of union. Yeah. Speaking of the house hmm. of wine, Caritas, you brought something with you today. Oh, well, you know, you said we were doing communion. Hold on. So, I, you know, why not? <laughs> why not have as much blood as I can in this glorious goblet 
<laughs> For those of you who are just listening, absolutely huge. This absolutely huge goblet style. I think it's a decoration ornament, but how much blood is too much blood? <laughs> how much wine is too much wine? <laughs> when you're talking about the blood of Jesus, uh, cheers to Jesus. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. You know, why not? It's very Icelandic. So the blood the blood is for <laughs> Jesus the blood says, of the new covenant. Jesus said, this is the new covenant in my blood. Mm. And in one of the gospels, it adds, I think in Matthew, it adds for the remission of your sins. Mm. So the blood of Jesus cleanses us. That's why I needed such a big goblet in yeah. my Viking history. Gone. It's I might all not. Gone. You were white. Yeah. And clean. I'm wiped right now. and clean. That's right. Be holy as mm-hmm. I am holy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Got a new father. You have a new <laughs> shiny whiteboard. Nothing mm-hmm. on it. It's so good. Yeah. And then the bread of his presence mm. is such a profound concept. The bread is for our healing, mm-hmm. it's for wholeness. Yeah. There's something in the body and the blood of Christ that I often think about, you know how trauma is stored at the cellular level in our body, right? Mm. Part of the blood cells contain the DNA sequencing in our body, correct? Yeah, the white blood cells. The white blood cells. If we are actually eating his body and drinking his blood, we're actually taking his DNA into our body. Mm. Wow. Because he doesn't say, take, eat, this represents my this is. body. He said, this is my body. Hmm. This is my blood. And the multitudes had a hard time with that part when he said, you will eat my flesh and drink my blood. Like there's something very direct about what he was saying. This is my body Mm -hmm. broken for you. This is the new covenant in my blood. Jesus is actually saying it is. I don't know how that works. It's a mysterion. We'll do it again. But Hmm. when we do communion, we are not just doing something that represents his body and blood, but it is actually the new tree of life. It's a direct access again to what we lost. See, Jesus brought us back there again. That's so interesting because I always used to think when I take communion, I have to think about all my sins and what I've done wrong. Mm-hmm. And you know, and my focus was on me right. and what I did wrong and where I don't measure up. I wasn't focusing on him. I was focusing on me in a way that I thought was honoring to him. But as I grew closer to him, and started walking more intimately with him, he started revealing things like that in remembrance of me line, like not in remembrance of you and your sins, but in remembrance of me. Yeah. Take this in remembrance of me. Keep your eyes on me. Put your eyes on me. This whole process, Mm -hmm. eyes on me, eyes on the prize. That's right. (laughs) It stopped being this tradition and this ritual, and it started being this relational moment yeah like special holy moment it's a special holy moment of union yeah it is part of the mystery of christ and his bride without question yeah yeah i actually believe in true let's go up style that when we take communion we can actually be reprogrammed our dna can be reprogrammed with the dna of heaven because jesus carried heavenly dna His father was the father of heaven, and his blood and his body carried that perfect Mm. heavenly DNA. And so when he says, eat my flesh, drink my blood in remembrance of me, when we take that into ourselves, 
the sky is the limit as to the regeneration that it has, the regenerative wow. powers well, of the body and the blood of Jesus. That kind of touches on the scripture that always confused me a little bit where he says... It's the incorruptible seed, right? <sighs> yes. Mic drop. Oh, no. Mic on the floor again. <laughs> <laughs> okay, where does he say, and it will give life to your mortal bodies. Yes, Romans 8. <laughs> I'm going to say on a roll. verse 13. I don't know exactly where. <laughs> Romans 8 something something. Yeah, th- there you go. 8 what? verse 11. 8-11, okay. Right I was side. off by two verses, sorry. <laughs> if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. I have to have something here for that. <laughs> you need more buttons. I need more buttons. <laughs> I've already done a bam. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So I would kind of pause on that and not totally understand that, but it's starting to make sense in the whole DNA communion yes. aspect of it. Yeah. This meal of grace carries heavenly DNA. That will give life to your mortal bodies. That's right. When we look at the shadow of it, like with our physical bodies and we eat food, it's all these nutrients and micronutrients and all Mm -hmm. sorts of things that our body absorbs from our GI Mm -hmm. system into the blood, into our tissues, you know, our Mm -hmm. whole body gets life from it. So to much deeper level, Mm -hmm. why not eat the pure bread and the pure blood? But when you think of it back in the Garden of Eden, to eat from the tree of life would have meant you would live forever, it says. Yeah. It had such regenerative powers that it would kick your body into mm. overdrive where you would never die. Yeah. And Jesus says, if you eat from me, you eat my flesh, you will live forever. Live You'll forever. Have eternal life. That's what he says. Okay. So we know you die, your physical body, your earth suit can die, but mm-hmm. you live forever. But can you actually physically live forever? That's a ponder. Is that too crazy? But, but, you know, Enoch walked so close to God. He just, this and that. You had heard some stories before of people who kept living. Yes. Beyond normal. Long beyond normal years. Years, hundreds of years. They used to live hundreds of years. We've so conditioned our minds to think that that's impossible now because we're not seeing it now. But do we believe the word when he's saying that you'll live forever? Paul said, I tell you, I'm Mysterion. You will not all die. Yeah, so it's just one of those things. It sounds crazy, but we're not seeing it. Of Mm -hmm. course not, because we don't believe it. You just brush it off. But I don't want to brush anything off anymore. You know, when he says it, yeah, like, okay. Let's uh, think about that. In a world and a culture and a mindset that speaks death over ourselves so much, Mm -hmm. even jokes, uh, aging, all this stuff, and we normalize so much decay, and yet all I see in this word is life. I'm like, i got to stop normalizing a lot of things in my life. Yeah. Stop calling it normal. Yep. Stop expecting it and be like, no, no. <laughs> so anyways, that was just a side ponder. It's a good side, mm. side trip there. <laughs> <laughs> like I know we Me live too. forever with them, but what about? <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Anyways. So part of the type of communion, of course, was the Passover mm-hmm. where they originally put blood on their doorposts. Oh, yeah. On mm-hmm. the sides and on the top. I just wanted to put that out there because when 
COVID happened a couple of years ago, the first thing that I did is I went for my communion. You didn't go buy toilet paper first? No, <laughs> didn't. <laughs> Gotta buy the toilet paper. <laughs> I went for my communion elements. I took communion mm. and I took the cup and I went to all my doorposts and I put a dot on the top and the sides. I did it on my front door. I did it on my garage because you drive in and out of your garage sometimes. Yeah, right. I did it on the downstairs door. Mm. I did it on the back door. Wow, this plague um, shall not enter. Yes, because <laughs> Psalm 91 clearly says no plague will come near your dwelling place. Whoa, yes. And I think I told on this podcast already how I was healed from COVID two times. Mm. And the third time when I actually did get sick, an angel choir came and sang over me and it started to lift. Like, not this guy. Yeah, (laughs) no, not not in this house. (laughs) So what I thought we would do today is I thought we would take communion together. And what I would suggest for you who are listening and watching is that when you take communion with us as an online community, take that cup once you're done and just dab it on your door. Mm. And just claim the protection of the blood of Jesus over your house for this season. Because there's so much fear out there. Yeah. And we do not have to fear. We've been released from the fear of death. Yeah. So that's what I wanted to do today. I just wanted to, with everybody, with our friends, with our followers, with those who watch and listen, we wanted to do this together. And we just wanted to all declare together that no, nothing's coming in our house. We are safe. Mm. It's a Passover. The devil can't come in our house. Hmm. Yeah, it's no coincidence that Jesus did this during the Passover meal. He did it during Passover. With That's his right. disciples. Yes. That sly guy always, this <laughs> something's the, always tied into something. This was the new Passover. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So if you're here with us, if you need to pause and go get your communion elements, go ahead and do that. Get my ginormo blood cup out again. <laughs> no. And there's a couple spots in Hebrews that stood out to me. Hebrews 10, having a boldness to enter the holiest by the blood of Jesus, Mm -hmm. by a new and living way which he consecrated for us through the veil that is his flesh. So let us draw near with a true heart in full assurance of faith with hearts sprinkled and our bodies washed. Mm -hmm. And we have been sanctified and purified through the offering of the body of Jesus. I love it. We have been. Yeah. And that veil, like... It's so symbolic, too, of a bride and the veil being removed, mm-hmm. like completely unveiled, completely ready, face-to-face. Yeah. There's no shame, nothing between you. It's so good. Wow, wow, wow. Okay, let's do this. All right, so we're going to go, everybody, to 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 23. First thing I'm going to do is I'm just going to bless this bread and break it, mm-hmm. and I'm going to give you a piece. I love the breaking, too, like he broke his body for us. Yeah. He breaks the bread. And when he blessed it, to bless is to empower, to Mm. prosper and succeed. And so this is blessed bread. When we eat this bread, we're eating the blessing of heaven. Mm. We're taking in his heavenly DNA. It's going into our bodies. It's for our healing. It's for our wholeness. The same spirit that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us quickens our mortal bodies Mm. we're being reprogrammed by this bread this is the bread of the tree of life wow (laughs) for I received from the Lord that which I also delivered to you that the Lord Jesus in the night in which he was betrayed took bread and when he had given thanks he broke it and he said this is my body 
which is for you, do this in remembrance of me. In the same manner, he also took the cup after supper, saying, This cup is the new covenant in my blood. Do this as often as you drink it in remembrance of me. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you proclaim the Lord's death until he comes. Hmm. Today, we declare over those who are Let's Go Up listeners and watchers, Mm -hmm. freedom in your house. We declare Mm -hmm. disease free, free from the plague. We declare the blessing of heaven and we declare life. Everything that was in the tree of life we release into your household in Jesus' name. So thanks for joining us, everyone. Have an awesome week filled with the goodness of God. Yeah, relationship. Yeah. Intimacy. Union. Union. See ya. Bye. Bye.